0: Welcome to Knitting a Story, a podcast by two crazed knitters. I'm Jen. And I'm Lex. Welcome to our story pod friends. This is episode 31. Happy podiversary! Yay! Yay! So this week we've got uh, So You Want to Make a
1: Podcast. Revisiting our fiber resolutions. Show me your knits when good knitting goes bad. Knitting in the wild and stuff I'm watching on the internet and it followed
0: me home. Oh, actually we got products we love too. Yes, products we love. Well, it's not really a product, but we'll talk about that. Okay, sounds good. Perfect. So, uh, I've had a couple of questions since the year Yay. that we've been doing this podcast about how do you do a podcast? And they're good questions because a year ago, uh, <laughs> I didn't know how to make a podcast. <laughs> and I, So, I googled it. So, that's the first step. I Mm -hmm. think Google Google is your friend, Google, how to make a podcast and you'll get a bazillion links, Mm -hmm. right? So you pick one that I'll post the one that I used to help us with that. But the things, there are a couple of things that you're going to definitely need to make your podcast
1: decent, listenable, listenable.
0: Yes. You know, I mean, whatever you want to talk about, who cares? Pick your subject and go with it. So you're going to need a good mic. Yeah. Good sound quality will make or break you. I agree. It will make, because if you sound terrible, maybe for the first one, people will forgive you. You know, if you're like, oh, I didn't realize my mic was so bad, blah, blah, blah. They might forgive you and, you know, listen to number two. But if your entire thing just sounds.
1: Yeah. Or your audio is off, or you're getting one year. Yeah, or it's. You know, like it's just, it's not pleasant. So what I found also when we were starting to do this is we looked at the uh the pod, the Ravelry group
0: of podcast lovers podcast yeah. listeners pod, I think it's podcast lovers.
1: Yeah, I think. We'll, we'll we'll link it. We'll link it. And they have a th- a thread in there discussing, you know, what you love about podcasts and what you don't love about podcasts
0: read that thread what i hate about podcasts or (laughs) or something it is depressing but it'll give you a lot of good info yeah i agree there's some stuff that people hate about podcasts that there's just nothing you can do it's just it's personality Mm -hmm. or it's speech patterns right and there's only so much you can do about speech patterns yeah yeah i learned i said yep a lot (laughs) and i've tried to cut it back but that's all
1: there's only so much you can do right yeah and if people are curious about ours, we don't go back through. Nope. And edit. No. Nope. So if if you're hitting a lot of ums,
0: that's natural because that's why we the way we talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't we don't go back and edit, and we we sort of we sort of edit on the fly. Like mm. if we really screw something up, we will stop and delete that part. Or if you know somebody drops an f bomb. Yep. Or or we think we just dropped an f bomb. Or <laughs> I'm sitting here trying to remember the name of of a pattern or a designer and I'm just like drawing a blank staring at the screen like thinking what can I do to avoid a lot of that open space so we'll delete that but other Mm. than that there's not a lot of editing that goes on there and there is a lot of laughter before the podcast starts oh yeah sometimes we have to re-record the intro like three or four times (laughs) because we're just at that point we're peeing ourselves laughing so hard
1: yeah yeah we've We've had comments of from family members that have got the opportunity yes. to listen in. They're like, you
0: guys just laugh a lot. Yep. <laughs> and that's pretty much what we do. Like, for the instance, this podcast, I pressed the button to start recording, and I'm supposed to do the intro this one. And I just sat there. And had, um, had a brain fart. <laughs> st- staring at the computer, like... <laughs> and then I was like, oh, yeah. So we had to go back and fix that, because that's no good.
1: Yeah. So if... If you want to use free software, your one option is GarageBand.
0: Yep, um, we used that for a couple of hours, but we couldn't figure out how to make it go past like eleven minutes.
1: Yeah, I think because it was possibly on my iPad. I don't. We don't know. Yeah. So basically, we're, we discovered that we couldn't do this, and we abandoned ship. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we jumped off the bandwagon. So we're now we're on Audacity, which is a free download. It is a free download, and there's a also a free add-on to the audacity software that turns your audacity file into an mp3 which you're going to need to do to upload it to a itunes host yeah yeah
1: oh sorry so we we host ours on podbean and then we link it through an rss feed through to uh itunes
0: yeah and our blog yeah so if this is all like greek to you there are sites that will explain step by step what you need to do youtube and youtube yeah the internet google is your friend you need (laughs) you need a good mic and you need google and possibly a friend
1: because i find it a lot easier to talk with somebody yeah
0: rather than sitting here talking to your computer screen (laughs) so this week i did this i think that would be harder i think it would be harder but i think i don't maybe not i have no idea i guess if you talk
1: to yourself a lot it might fall well,
0: under that. Well, I do talk to myself a lot. <laughs> but I like having the feedback. You Me know? too. It's a lot easier than just being like, so here's my great thing. Woo! Yeah. I'm so, great.
1: yeah. <laughs> we started out at our knitting group and it was just kind of like, I want to start a podcast.
0: And Lex was like, I want to start a podcast. I'm like, that sounds really cool. <laughs> so, and oh, and make show notes. Yes. So, we jot down on Google I think we've mentioned it before on Google Docs we yeah. jot down what we talk about or what we want to talk about and we each have access to the email that we use for this podcast so it works out mm-hmm. and uh, then afterwards we go and we yeah. so write over it up. Our
1: usually 2 or 3 weeks between episodes we'll we'll build our our basis kind of our outline I guess yeah
0: yeah our outline what we've done things that we've seen or things that we've red or whatever mm. and then put it on there and then sometimes we'll bump stuff to another week if we have like if one week is just looking like it's gonna be crazy crazy busy then I'll just start posting stuff another other weeks that happen you know
1: that's the way it goes yeah it's very fluid what was your motivation for starting a podcast oh it just sounded like a cool thing to yeah. do yeah for me it was brenda dane was it yeah I'm, I was listening to podcasts and I went back through and started listening to hers from the very beginning yeah and she's like, everybody should start a podcast. And I was like, jeez, I want to start a podcast. Ta-da!
0: And yeah. we started a podcast. So. So there you go. Yeah. It's really, a, and you need a blog, but really you need a good mic and you need Google.
1: I think to make,
0: it, yeah, <laughs> a, a quality <laughs> microphone I think is essential. Yep. It'll make or break you. Because yeah. remember that one time you forgot the mic? You came over to my house to podcast and you forgot the mic. And I'm like, oh, well, my computer has has a built-in microphone. Mm-hmm. Why don't we just try that and see how that works Mm -hmm. there was no podcast that week (laughs) i think i went to jen's house the next day because it sounded terrible so (laughs) we tried at the very beginning
1: i don't know if our episodes one two and three are linked linked anymore oh god so we may have to link these ones and one of them we were we started out using headphones so yeah. that we could listen to ourselves talk. To make sure that the sound quality was good.
0: Yeah, and it's I think that's important. Yeah. But it got... To- <laughs> if you're like me, don't do that to yourself.
1: If you are listening to yourself
0: and talking because I, there's a I was I, So I kept trying to like catch up to the, myself, right? And it was just brutal. And I'm sitting there and we listened to it afterwards. And then like halfway through this episode, I was like... I can't pulled the headphones off. I was off like, I can't, take, I can't take the headphones, right? So I took them <laughs> off, and I was fine, and I was talking. So then we listened to it again, and it sounds like I'm doped up on uh, something, on, like, painkillers yeah. for the first half of the episode, or I'm, like, super drunk <laughs> or something. And then the rest of the episode, I'm normal. So... We should try and post that one. I'll post it. And label
1: it as uh, audio mishap or something yeah. because it's... Things that go wrong when you listen to yourself podcast. I think because I started out with the first two minutes or something and then pulled it off and then it was going slow. And then oh. you realized, oh, Jen's got her headphones off.
0: Yeah, I was like, oh, Jen's got her head- I don't need these headphones. It was just brutal.
1: <laughs> but it makes for a good
0: story. It does. Now,
1: So, <laughs> so if you are listening to yourself when you podcast... Make sure that you're not having a feedback difference. Yeah. Because the time delay can
0: make you sound inebriated. Because, it, like, you're listening to yourself and you're trying to think of what you're going to say. It just doesn't work. <laughs> it's brutal.
1: Yeah. So let's revisit our fiber resolutions since
0: we're halfway through, the, through year. the year. Perfect. Okay. So do you want me to go first? Yeah, go first. Okay. So I, my resolutions were to knit a pair, we're just going to go through these really quick, to knit a pair of stranded socks. Mm-hmm. That has not happened yet. It may happen in the future, Okay. as of right now no. Uh to spin at least one time a week yeah that hasn't happened I think I did that for about three weeks and then I don't think I've touched it since mm. um, March maybe yeah maybe March tour de fleece is coming so you yes. might be able to get back on uh, the horse I might be able to get back on that bandwagon but okay. so far not happened uh, to knit at least one Christmas stocking before next Christmas or at least in time to, for use next Christmas yep nope hasn't happened yet but we're only halfway to Christmas so That's I'm true. okay uh, to learn how to crochet uh, an amigurumi or a baby blanket. I have done this. I have done a crochet baby blanket. cha And to take better pictures of my projects, maybe even more artistic. Eh. Eh. Sort of. It's eh. hard when it's minus 30 outside to get the right light. Or... Yeah, you know, and that's when I do a lot of my knitting because there's nothing else to do. It's minus 30. And so I went outside because it was a nice, quote, day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> full of snow and like but the light is terrible like af- if you try to go outside after 4 p.m here at, in it's winter, dark yeah it's dark and it's not happening so you got to do it like during the day and when the lights go in and when it's not too cold so you're not freezing and <laughs> yeah it's brutal so there you go
1: that's mine okay so mine were uh use three skeins of hand spun has not happened but i've been thinking about it okay good yeah it's in my head we're I'm making progress i'm making progress uh making two projects on the loom i have one project finished i just need to uh whip stitch the ends of it do the fringe twister done perfect okay so pretty much done on that yep three braids of spring spinning fiber i am halfway through one of them nice so not too bad i'm getting there i'm gonna do a i'm doing a fracture fractal fractal there you go fractal fractal spin and so it does take a little bit more prep time than I'm I'm used to okay and then one pair of double mittens
0: and that'll come up in a later segment nice sweet yeah there there you go so that was our quick thing so now look back at your resolutions and realize how much you haven't done (laughs) that's what I did (laughs) I was like oh yeah I forgot about this one Oops. (laughs) Ah. okay show me your knits why don't you go first all right so I'm still working on another crochet blanket for my stepdaughter Uh, she is 13 and she has she picked three colors she picked bright pink like hot pink a nice purple and lime green like hot lime green and then um my husband and i went to this went to michael's to pick up some more because i needed to keep going on this stupid thing and uh he picked out orange for it so now it's (laughs) like and i was looking at it and i'm like and it's like a hot orange Mm -hmm. i'm like why do these colors look so familiar right and i've got a black border in between them and then i realized it's because it's all the colors of popsicles Ooh! now i'm fairly certain that you can get these popsicles in all of north america if you're on a different continent i don't know but... Are they like the creamsicle colored yeah. ones well like you know the the pink popsicles the grape popsicles the mm-hmm. orange popsicles the, the lime, lime popsicles, popsicles that's the colors of this blanket excellent it's the popsicle colors and you're liking the black addition to it oh it pops it makes it look way better than if they were just all together okay so totally a good idea for the black and it's a matte black not a shiny black so it's like matte and then the shiny colors pop it's nice i like it sweet works for me and that's pretty much all you've been working on yeah, I've been trying to diligently do that because my idea is I'll finish that and then it's a Christmas present that I don't Excellent. have to do. Excellent. <laughs> good, good planning. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's also very big, so yeah, it takes a long to Christmas. time. <laughs> okay.
1: Right. So I am working on my
0: lentilla by Martina Bem. Right. And <sighs> did it start doing the ruffle? Because I know last time we talked about this, it wasn't ruffling and you were concerned. Yeah, it was...
1: I looked on Ravelry. Everybody else seemed to have the same problem. Okay. And, but it's in the, in the tip of the wing. I don't think it has enough pull
0: like, uh, or it doesn't have
1: enough weight to cause the short rows to ruffle. Okay. So it's, it is starting to ruffle. I'm loving it. It is potato chip. She's just, she has this rhythm in her patterns where it's like, oh, just one more section. Just one more section. Oh, like I did the lefty, right? And yep. it's like, oh, just one more, one more leaf, one more leaf. And then you do the hitchhiker and it's one more tooth, one more tooth. Yep. And so, and then the is, oh, one more ruffle, one more ruffle. So it's, it's very awesome. good. I've Excellent. Got the, I've got the pattern in my head now, so I don't even need to pick it up anymore. Awesome. And it's I'd all short know. rows? Yes. Perfect. Yeah, you get the ruffle using short rows. and I love short rows. They
0: did? are like magic. Yeah, they are, they're really cool. I was, I was sorry guys that was the dog he's notice he's a chihuahua we, notice how he didn't edit that out <laughs> see this is how you make a podcast <laughs> so I remember when I started short rows when I got my first pattern that required them I was like I was looking at the instructions I'm like oh my like this is a foreign language it's, it's like magic yeah but then I did them and I'm like oh oh okay yeah. and it just all sort of fell together yeah, and it
1: just it's makes things subtle. Yeah. You know, like just to get that extra stitch. I guess I guess you could do well no, you can't really do it another way no, because you're gonna get that's gaps why you use, if you don't. That's why you use
0: short rows. Yeah.
1: And her her patterns are magic. I I know this is the podcast in which Jen knits nothing but Martina Bem right. projects, but yep. totally, totally recommend is. it. Totally yep. That's okay though yeah and then my other one was a pickup back from our revisiting our fiber resolutions is i have started the cuff of a colorwork mitten of double knit double knit perfect how are you doing it 18 different ways apparently excellent yeah so i was like oh i know how to do this you and you can do the cast on so many different ways you can do uh mary no somebody's magic loop uh judy's magic cast on there we go and you can do it that way, but then you have to have an extra needle, and I couldn't find an extra needle, so I not. tried to use a different size needle, and yeah. that didn't work. And then I, it was let comedy me, of errors. Yes, let me start out with this. This is going to be when good knitting goes bad. It kind of situation of that okay. because I tried, must have been five different ways, but it was also 11:30 at night, and I was trying to watch a movie. And oh yeah, cast tell- on a double knit mitten. Yeah, that's a recipe for disaster. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So I finally dug out a crochet hook, did a chain stitch for however many stitches I needed. Yep, and just picked up the loops, and I'm just gonna undo the the chain. Un- undo the chain, pick up the loops, and fold the cuff in half. Because oh. I was trying to do the. Sorry, I haven't mentioned the. The pattern is Spilly Jane. And it's her persnickety mittens. Okay, yeah. And I'm doing it out of heritage silk so paints and kind of blue, green, variegated and a bright white. okay. And so I wanted to do half the cup white, half the cup cup, cuff, cuff. Uh, each color. So I was trying to cast on at the bottom and then
0: mm.
1: I was like, I'm just gonna do it all. The variegated. Yep. And then... Why not? And just, just go do with it. that. Because my goodness, I tried the <laughs> other way and I can seriously say I put the effort in, was not happening. Was not happening. Oh, well. But it's so far, good. It's so good. The Perfect. Heritage Silk paints, it's like, it's Cascade, right? So it's always beautiful stuff and it's nice to
0: work with. Yep. And it's... I'm For not sure sure finding it nice. it's splitty, which is really nice. That's good. The one thing to look out because I know you don't like muddy whites. Mm-hmm is make sure your blue-green doesn't bleed before. Because if you wash it and it bleeds into your white, like that, Mm. it's it's over. (laughs) Yeah, because I'm using like a bright white. So I would just make sure, like just take a little bit and stick it in some water. See if it bleeds. And see if it bleeds. That's a good idea. You know, because you don't don't want it to bleed. And if it does, then at this point you're still okay because you like just take it, throw it in, Uh, Some vinegar, some vinegar. Yeah, before you really commit to these mittens,
1: I'm hoping if you're still at the cuff. Yeah, if I'm still at the cuff, thankfully, Um, I'm hoping with the heritage soak it
0: being Cascade, it usually doesn't. Yeah, usually you're pretty good, but (laughs) Murphy's Law (laughs) states that you're using bright white and you don't like muddy whites, (laughs) Mm -hmm. so you should double check. Good plan. Not like I've never had any problem with with. Cascade, but, but have you used it with a bright white? That's always. I like... have. Oh, I, okay. I've done, I did a, when I learned how to do double knit, I have a, a ye- or yellow. I've got a red and white dragon that I double knit, mm-hmm. but I've never washed it for mm-hmm. this fear. Okay. Because I'm like, mm. <laughs> I don't know. So I've never washed. It's just like, I don't know. It's like a little six by six square. So it's not like blocking would do a big thing for it. But But you like, don't want red and pink. Yeah, no. So uh, it has never seen the sink. <laughs> this is why I mentioned it because I never thought about this till I was done and I looked at it and I'm like, if this red bleeds, I am hooped. <laughs> so okay, good good plan. Learn so. What's when yours good knitting goes bad? Uh, okay, so I'm doing that stupid sock for my husband. <laughs> and is that the Hermione pattern? Yep, it's the Hermione, and the pattern is great. I've done the Hermione pattern before for mm-hmm. me. But for whatever reason, I can't stand it right now. I cannot take it. I hate that sock so much. Too simple? Too complicated? I don't know. It's not too simple. And it's not even complicated. I just am not feeling it. Like I sit there and I'll put like five stitches on. And then I'm like, oh, this is too much work. I'm done. Are you in a sock place though? I am not in a sock place. I'm not really in a sock place. But I want to get these done for Christmas. Mm. So what I'm thinking of doing is I'm going to rip it back to the ribbing, mm-hmm. which is going to make me cry a little bit, but that's okay. And uh, then just do a straight stockinette sock. Are you far enough down where you
1: could leave it as the leg part of the sock, and then just transition right into a heel?
0: Uh, it's not tall. He likes tall socks. Okay, and he's a tall person. And so... he's a tall person, so not. I'm a. I'm a. I'm about two inches away from where I could maybe start doing a heel flap. So I'm not far. But not close enough. But the idea of having to do this other sock with mm-hmm. those Hermione's thing, no. I, I would rather rip it back and just do a stockinette sock. Because it would go a lot faster. Yeah. Because then I could pick that up when I'm just wanting mindless knitting. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to think about pearls and knits. And like, not that Hermione is a bad or a hard pattern. It's so not. But I'm just not in that place. Yeah. So, you
1: know. I'm not in a sock place right now, which I never thought I would get to that. Yeah, I'm just not
0: that now you're in a lintello place. You're in a BEM place. <laughs> I'm in a BEM she- place. Martina BEM, if you're listening, you need to start designing socks. <laughs> yeah, I need to get back on this sock kick. Yeah. Oh. Then Jane can do her two favorite things, socks <laughs> and, and Martina, Martina BEM. Bem. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so knitting in the wild. Oh, this is me. So um, I was out in about a couple of weeks ago with uh, one of our friends. Sam, who's now internet famous. And we were in Inglewood in Calgary, mm-hmm. which is a trendy little neighborhood, sort of up-and-coming old. And it's being revitalized, I guess. So is the original right. Calgary. Yeah, original Calgary. I think it was actually a town on its own before it was Calgary. <laughs> so we were walking along and there was this lady in like a like a storefront. Mm-hmm. Like, we you know, where you put mannequins or whatever. And she's doing something. But it's all like, she's in the most colorful little thing. There's like, it looked like crochet. I found out it wasn't, but it looked like crochet, like cushions and backdrops. And there was just color everywhere. So, and she motioned for us to come over. So we go inside and then into where she is. And it turns out she's doing rug hooking Mm -hmm. and she's making this rug for an event that's happening at one of the, at the Esker foundation gallery. Okay. Which is down in Inglewood. And she's making like, it's like a welcome mat. I can't remember what it says, but it doesn't matter what it says. So then she's like, oh, you know, and so we're like, oh yeah, you know, we're knitters and we crochet and stuff. And so she, the lady's like, well, would you guys like to try this? And Sam, yeah, Sam's like, well, you know, I already know how to do it. I've done this a lot, you know, but she hasn't. And ta-da! So <laughs> I got to do it. And uh, so I did a very little bit of of this rug. It was really hot in the space, so I only did a little bit. And so now, if you go to the Esker Foundation Gallery, and this rug is on display, I did a little <laughs> bit of that. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: It That's was cool. That I love cool. rug hooking.
0: I have never done it before, and it was harder than I thought. So were, were the pieces of yarn already cut? It wasn't yarn. Okay. It was, they were doing it out of pieces of fabric. So Ooh. they had, like, these long strips of fabric mm-hmm. that were pre-cut. Mine was only, like... I don't know, six inches maybe, and it was green, khaki green, mm. and uh, so she showed me how to do it, and then I did it, and then other people showed up, so I left. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty cool, I have to say. That's awesome. It was pretty neat. I've never done that before. I can't say that I'm like, yeah, rug cooking. Were they scraps of yarn? It like, was... or sorry, scraps of fabric? Like, you, <sighs> I've seen people where they've gone to the... I think it was, I can't remember, I can't remember where she said they were getting it all, it was all donated fabric, and I think the idea was to make this welcome mat thing to be like, um, like a quilt, you know how you use scrap Mm -hmm. pieces, you know, like, so-and-so's old shirt, Mm -hmm. so-and-so's apron, and whatever, right, like, in the olden days before quilts became works of art works of art they you know, were when they practical were, when they were just patchwork mm-hmm. right so I think that's where they were going with is they were trying to make a patchwork rug sort of thing ooh like a scrap rug yeah like a scrap rug it was pretty cool so yay. yay! I loved it it was fun so, so stuff I'm watching on the internet
1: how about I go first okay good so I got fortunate to go to the US right I got to go to Hollywood Woo-hoo! Yay! yay! and while there my husband was on course I got a chance to watch U.S. Netflix. Oh. Their Netflix in the U.S. is so different uh, than the Netflix I've in Canada. I've heard it's like a hundred million times better. Their kids programming is amazing. Is it? Yeah. So nice. you're going to get all the current stuff, all the big names. Canada, we're still kind of catching up. I'm not sure if
0: Netflix is required to have Canadian content. Like the, I think the, pro- the reason we have different content has to do with um, the rights that Netflix has to the shows that they have. And they don't all, they don't have all the rights to show it in Canada. Okay. Because I know it goes the other way as well. Yeah. That some stuff that you,
1: we can watch in Canada, you cannot get south of the border. So I was watching Alaska, the last frontier. And this is, what is it? It actually came out, I think on discovery, I want to say maybe a year or two ago. So it's this family that's obviously in Alaska, but they're homesteaders. Oh, cool. And, and not homesteaders as in we're using archaic pieces of equipment. You know, we don't believe in any modern technology. Right. They're using, I'll rephrase that, they're reusing stuff. Okay. And they've got this this connection to the earth. All right. That, you know, they're hunting and they're fishing, and if oh. they don't hunt enough, then they have to find out some way to come up with the difference of food. They're yeah. not... They're not buying into the commercialized. We just go to Safeway. And they pick do up it a on steak. their own. They yes. do it on their own,
0: but they're not opposed to using modern technology to hmm. achieve their goals. So
1: one of the family members has a large herd of cattle, so that's his income, and then his son, I believe, has chickens, and then so that's a source of food for them. Is it's not right. actually the chickens for meat; they use the eggs, and then yeah. they and they use the barter system, which I always find quite unique. Right, and. I like that. Yeah. And it's, so it's the two brothers and then their two sons. Okay. And to tie this back into knitting, <laughs> there are hand knits. Who makes them? Actually, I saw one of the sons knitting in one of the episodes. I don't know if he was knitting or crocheting because my connection was not the best. Okay. Because it was hotel, So Right. Yeah. But I could definitely tell it was yarn and he was working on something, but I couldn't tell if it was a crochet needle or knitting needles. So but it's hand-knit it's hand tooks, and it's... If you
0: know these people, or you are these people, which mm-hmm. would be super cool, you should tell them that we are in awe. Yes. And now I'm sad I don't get US Netflix. <laughs> so you might be
1: able to find it... Through the internet, through one of the networks, I'm sure. Yeah, I'll I'll take a look for but it. But they only have the episode one, so if you're <laughs> in the U.S. or in one of the countries that streams similar co- content, it's awesome. That it's, sounds like the best show it ever. It totally makes me want to run away and live in the bush and have, well, except for the fact that they have no running water. They use outhouses in the winter. <laughs> well,
0: yeah. Hey. 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 Okay. I got to respect that. Like, that's a
1: level of commitment I couldn't do. Yeah. I think I would try and find a way to
0: build indoor plumbing. Or get a composting toilet.
1: Yeah. Or one of the ones that
0: fire, that burns the stuff. Or, well, a compost toilet, you just take the... Sawdust and stuff or... Get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Which is still better than the freezing cold in the outhouse.
1: Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. But the... The people on it are very interesting, and oh. it's nice to see the they have. They have to be. They're, like, homesteading in Alaska.
0: It, it's really interesting. It's a lot different than homesteading in California. But I will
1: I will warn people if you watch it, they do... They hunt, and they'll show you...
0: Their stuff. Their,
1: yeah, they're going to yeah. show you the full hunting cycle. And so... Be warned with your children. They let you know that kind of it's coming up so right. that you can, you know, usher little ones out of the room and if, if you, choose. if they're sensitive to yeah. that.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. So, I totally recommend people watch it. That's there are hand knits cool. and I squeed a little bit every time I saw that, one. That's super cool. So, what are you watching? Well, okay. So, it wasn't on the internet. I went to the theater to see this and I saw the movie Maleficent. Mm-hmm. Maleficent is one of my favorite Disney villains because mm-hmm. she's like hardcore. And the movie was pretty good. I'm not here to discuss the pros and cons of the movie. I would say go see it if you're Make a fan. your of, own opinion. If you're it, yeah. a fan of that genre. But there were a lot of spinning wheels. Mm-hmm. Go figure, because <laughs> it's all about uh, Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. And, you know, pricking her finger on the, the spindle mm-hmm. of the spinning wheel. So uh, the spinning wheels that they used, it's my understanding that spindles were really only used for, oops, for... Um, like, great wheels. Like, the big walking wheels. Mm-hmm. The giant ones, right? Well, all the spinning wheels that they showed in the movie were, like, the... Like, the one that you had, the... Ashford traditional. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Ashford traditional. And I'm like, mm, I'm pretty sure that doesn't have a spindle. You eh, could put... Maybe. But, whatever. It was a good movie, anyway. Yeah, like, you could put
1: it that... You could spin it that way. And
0: there was tons. And tons and tons and tons and tons of spinning wheels. I'm sure oh, really?
1: That, oh, yeah. Well... Yeah, it, I'd be curious to do a Google search and see what actual experts are saying, whether yeah. they're crying foul or not. But
0: yeah, I'm not sure. If like, it looked odd, it may not be accurate, Yeah, but yeah. I would hope they would put the effort in. I, th- I think they did. Like, it wasn't... I w- didn't look at it and was like, that would never happen. stand up in the movie theater and go, wrong! <laughs> <laughs> Lies! <laughs> yeah. And uh, we went to go see a late movie, and there's a lot of kids in the movie theater, and I was like... In the in the lobby, right? And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, they must all be here to see one of the kids' movies. Nope, they were all there to see Maleficent. It was pretty good. I liked it. But was it age appropriate for small children? Um, well, I wouldn't... It depends on your kid. Like, there's some scary, if you're a small child, some scary things. But it's not, like, super graphic. Okay. It may allude to violence, but... No, you're they, not show wor- they show worse things on TV. Okay. So, I mean, and they always, like... If your kid is awake while you're watching CSI, CSI is a lot worse okay. than Maleficent was. You okay. know? So, I don't know. Check the rating. Check the rating. And if, consider your audience. And consider your kids, right? Like, mm-hmm. everybody's kids are different. Some kids would be freaked out and panic. I know.
1: I've got a girlfriend that her children absolutely love The Nightmare Before Christmas. Yep. And... I is an, and like Coraline and yeah. such, and I have that's a weird. hard
0: time watching that type oh, of stuff. I love that stuff. Really, I'm like I I used to torture my brother with Nightmare Before Christmas, but <laughs> that's a, that's a story for another day. <laughs> and uh, there were also at one point in this movie, the uh, three fairies were doing I don't know like braiding yarn for some purpose that I maybe a braid rug I don't know it oh. wasn't really clear, but it was yarn and they were using it. So I just hmm. thought I'd throw that in there. It's a good movie, I would go see it.
1: Oh, actually I'll add something to our Oh to our programming about braiding and that type and of stuff. stuff. I was watching a program on I believe it, one of the countries in India had a boat that was sewn together. Like a trading vessel oh, yeah. that were planks of wood and they would sew them together and huh. and pack them in like um, chinking. Okay. But they used coconut fiber. That's cool. So they broke the coconuts apart, spread the fiber. Oh, sorry. The, so the shells. Yeah. So not the actual nut, the casings, and spread the fiber apart, and then would roll it, and then make rope out of this. Oh, it was. Well, you gotta use. Even got. my husband was like. That's pretty impressive. That's and these women were just sitting around rolling all this stuff. I can't imagine how hard it must be on their hands to roll. No kidding, coconut hey? fiber, and that's and hardcore to make some intense ne- because they were making an authentic recreation. So they were using what would have been around at that right. time. Oh, as opposed to just going down yeah. to Rona and picking up some, <laughs> some poly. Rope. Here's some rope. <laughs> yeah, so it was it was very interesting. I that's cool. I love getting
0: watching anything and that little detail yeah. jumps up and you go hey yeah. and so now that you've mentioned it now i have something else to add to it. so i was watching the show vikings mm-hmm. have you heard about this show yes totally watch it it is awesome but violent yep <laughs> yep there's a lot of blood and a lot of like people getting axes to yeah. to the head it's very violent, but I lo- like. It is a great show. I mm-hmm. love it. I'm I'm a sucker for this kind of genre. The history, right? Like, yeah. if you can watch Game of Thrones, you could watch this, no problem. Okay, I'll. There's a lot less sex in in Vikings. Okay, <laughs> uh, so it's a story about Vikings, <laughs> and in, in one of the episodes, it's a TV show. In one of the episodes, they were showing the women weaving. Mm-hmm. On this, I don't know what it was. It was like a. It looked like a stand-up kind of loom, mm-hmm. and they were weaving that way. I don't know okay. it was really neat, and I thought I'd mention it because that's what they really would have done at that point, right? Yeah. Like it wasn't like a modern. It wasn't in du- post-industrial revolution. No, it was like they had their warp somehow attached to this thing, mm-hmm. and they would just pass the weft.
1: Possibly as we did with children. Did you ever hand make... Yeah, like little y- potholders. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was a lot like potholders. But it was mm. big and better. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, cool. not pot holders. and not potholders. And not potholders and cooler looking. So <laughs> it was neat. I thought it
1: was good. Sweet. So maybe we should add to our Ravelry group, you know, a post where
0: people like knit spotting. Oh, yeah, we should do that. And, and you know, tell us what TV shows are good. Yes. Yeah, because we don't like TV. Nope, not at all. Yeah, well, we're one of those people who never watches TV. Never, no, ever. Definitely mm, not. Nope. <laughs> I watch it on my computer. <laughs> so it followed me home. So this is all about the stash enhancement. So we went to Olds mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago, and I came home with some stuff. I I bought two skeins of yarn from Dragonfly Dye Works. She's an indie dr- dyer that lives in Drumheller. Mm-hmm. And she's also got a an Etsy shop that I'll link in the show notes. And her naming... Her naming is hilarious. Like I, I wanted to buy half her colors just because the names were awesome. Yeah, like there was a co- there was one that was like, my homework ate my dog. <laughs> but there, I found the companion that was my dog ate the homework. <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> I bought two skeins. I bought an orange sparkly skein. Yay! Yay! And it was called another Drew Scriver Please, <laughs> it was it's merino nylon. It's your typical sock yarn. It looks cool. And then I bought um, a bigger hank of Superwash Merino. There's 750 yards in this hank, so I can make a nice shawl or
1: whatever. Something
0: substantial. Something big. And it is called, you see the thing is, dot, dot, dot. And that's it. (laughs) And I just, it's like greens and blues, like really dark blues and dark greens. So I'm super excited. Yay. Yay. I have no idea what I'm making with it. I'm trying to think. Yeah. Bolds. So what did I get I got oh you shaves hand she got a thing where <laughs> you take your ball of yarn and you stick it on the spike and the spike is on like a lazy Susan yeah it's the equivalent to a it, it looks indecent it, it's very phallic
1: mm-hmm and it's on my island and I get lots of comments of it from I'm sure you it comes over yep and <laughs> I can totally see that. And so it's it's beautiful, and I've seen them. I can't even remember what they're called. Sorry, guys. I don't know. Lazy
0: Susan's for yarn.
1: Yeah, I'll take a picture, and I'll post it, because it is it is just too neat. So ideally, you could use... You could wind your skein on, on your ball winder. Yeah. And, and put the upright phallic section of it through the center... Especially if you're going to be using something that's very slippery, like 100% silk. And
0: that'll collapse on itself?
1: Yeah, so you you're going to pull it from front. the outside and then it, it turns as in, as in if it was a Swift. Yeah. And it's, It looks really cool. Yeah, and it's it's small enough to fit in, in a large purse. Perfect.
0: So, yeah. Take it with you. Uh, that kind of was one of my goals put, to pick up there. So put, it on the re- it. put it on the restaurant table. <laughs> <laughs> Get a lot of looks, yeah. Yeah, it would we'd certainly get a lot of looks that would be funny might look a lot less phallic
1: if it had a ball of yarn. yarn on it yeah maybe who knows meh but olds was beautiful this year yes and it wasn't we didn't have any
0: flooding in the city of calgary this year which was no, nice we did not it was great and i hear that next week the merchant mall is back to the weekend they've changed really yep yep they're gonna bring back the weekend this year they've changed it it was only on sunday this year yeah and the story was that pe- some people didn't believe but some people did that it was due to a scheduling conflict like it the place had been double booked and blah okay. blah blah so i guess that's what it really was because they're putting it back to the whole weekend next year i Excellent. heard so
1: yay yeah it was it was nice and busy i hope all the the local merchants did really well oh i'm sure they did i know We dropped a couple pennies in there and some of our girlfriends that came with us did as well.
0: Yep, and my stepdaughter Mm -hmm. dropped a couple pennies that she isn't going to be working off, let me tell (laughs) you. She bought a... There was a vendor there and they had, like, handmade things. And one of the... It's the best thing I can use, the best way to describe what she bought is it's like a pom-pom cat. Mm -hmm. It's like a stuffed cat made of pom-poms. That's what it looks like. I have no idea if that's how it's constructed, but that's what it looks like. And so she bought one of those Mm -hmm. with her money. So yeah, it
1: was kind of neat in that way that it was, it was more than just
0: supplies. It was finished products. Yeah, it was, I thought that was a good mix between finished products and supplies. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and there's some supplies that are finished product, like the thing that you bought, mm-hmm. whatever that thing is called, a tourney yarn thing. It's, I don't know, it's cool. yeah, it,
1: it was cool. Yeah, it was... This year it was put on by the Weavers Guild, so that okay. was definitely weaving-centric. Oh, yeah, there was a lot of weaving. Eh, whatever. But it was... It was so much fun. I totally encourage anybody, if you have a local Fiber Festival, just go. go. Out and just, just even watch. check it out. It's usually free to get in. Take some money. Take You some never money. know. <laughs> you might fall down. Mm-hmm. And if you're on a budget, just take cash. Leave your credit cards at home because they all yes. take credit cards. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Thank you to the internet and smartphones. Yes. So just take some cash. Yes. Stick to your budget. So right. products we love. Okay, so this is not really a product so much, but I thought I would mention this. So I've, I'm on, I think, most of the Calgary um, area and Alberta area groups on Ravelry. i mm-hmm. not 100% sure. I don't want to say I'm on all of them, but I'm on a lot of them anyways. And so I saw this post pop up on most of them, actually. And there's this person who's username I neglected to write down. Okay. But she is wanting to start a Calgary Fiber Festival. Oh. Like, seriously interested. So she posted in a bunch of different places. She's got a Facebook group up Mm -hmm. that you can join if you want more information. And she's got an email if you want more information. She's looking for help. She's looking for ideas. She's looking for suggestions. She's looking for vendors. Okay. Ta-da! Yeah. Anyway, so I thought that was cool and I thought I would mention it to yeah help her out so it looks like here you've got the email on our show notes yes on our show notes because <laughs> <laughs> this is what we base
1: our podcast off of Yep, is uh fiber arts fair at
0: gmail.com yep and i'll post the link to the facebook page because it's just a bunch of numbers <laughs> yeah so we don't confuse people with that yeah so
1: uh, i guess worst comes to worst if people are interested give her some feedback
0: yeah and people have been doing that on the rav groups already you know and some people you know and the problem is you ask a hundred people and you're going to get a hundred different like, mm-hmm. responses right some people are like don't do it in the fall that's when everybody else is and other people are like do it in the fall that's when fiber people like to buy yarn because it's yeah. the fall so I don't know what she's going to do I have no idea sort of where this is going but she's thinking of renting a hall having some vendors and starting it there
1: That'd be great because there are quite a few local
0: dyers, yeah, and and just basic fiber artists, yeah, and they and they don't all necessarily go up to Olds because Olds is a bigger venue and it's mm-hmm. a bigger thing, and quite frankly, the tables cost more to rent up there mm-hmm. at the at the, the marketplace, marketplace, right? So, and not every indie dyer can afford that. Yeah, fair enough. That's fine, but at hmm. least this way, you know, maybe some smaller years and it's it's also an hour out of the city it is an hour out of the city, so it's again, if you're flooding,
1: yeah, and it's in June some people' go it's away pretty busy time
0: yeah so so it's, it's always nice to hear that
1: that there is a a demand out there for it, yeah that people are willing to sacrifice hours of their life because we do a simple podcast and yet it is time consuming it is time consuming so I'm really glad that she's sort of taken up this torch and yay yeah. Considering we've got so many sheeps and dyers and weaver weavers, those weavers, turn weavers, weavers and fiber artists, and you know. M- mills and all that stuff around, and yet we don't really have anything other than olds in southern Alberta. We don't. Millerville, I guess, is, would be the other option. Yeah, Millerville, one?
0: yeah, they have a weavers But that is sale. more finished products. It is. And I think this person is maybe trying to do both. Okay. So, finished products and... The tools to make those finished products, you know, like it sounds like she's sort of trying to do like fiber arts where you can go buy yarn, mm-hmm. but you can also go and buy a hat for your aunt. Okay, perfect. For Christmas or something for people that appreciate the handmade items. Yeah. So I don't know how it's going to pan out, but hey. hopefully it goes well. Yeah.
1: So go and you know, worst comes to worst, if you're interested or you know you're traveling to Alberta and you maybe want to participate in a fiber festival, check out the Ravelry groups for sure. Yeah. Any yeah. of the Ravel
0: Alberta Ravel ravelers calgary <laughs> knit or like there's a calgary knit group and mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff so check, okay check it out
1: sounds great so i think that's it for hopefully everybody enjoyed listening to how we how we
0: make a podcast yeah hey, hey. <laughs> our sophisticated podcast yeah google google that's what all i can tell google it. and youtube yep that's the best way to do it. Yep, 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 a good yep. Good microphone and audacity. How, and how many times can you say yep? That's, yep, that's what you learn. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Yay! So, please join us on our blog at knittingastory.wordpress.com. Facebook at Knitting a Story and Ravelry at Knitting a Story Podcast. I'm Beloved of Bast and I'm Jen's account. It's also worth noting that we don't record pre-record any of this stuff. This is always we, we always say it. At the end and at, at the, the, end the beginning. Every time. Yeah, we don't pre-record this stuff. <laughs> that's too hard. <laughs> that would be like work. Like, like,
1: like work. Then this is the Lazy Knitters podcast,
0: is it not? It, it is, yeah. It should be. <laughs> it should be a podcast by two Lazy Knitters. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> That'd be better. Maybe that's what it'll be now. <laughs> See, this is how you podcast. You just make stuff up as you go along and it all sort of works out. Yeah, and try not to drop the F-bomb. Yeah, try. we're pretty good at that.
1: Yeah. So, thanks everybody and happy pot anniversary. Happy Potiversary and have a great summer.